Hi, I'm Peter, and you're listening to Defining Boundaries. Welcome back to Season 2. I hope that you enjoyed the past year of conversations from amazing people from around the world within our geospatial community. This year, I look forward to many more conversations, and I hope that you join me on my journey, surveying the world one story at a time. Head over to my Patreon site if you'd like to support the show. You can make a donation towards the purchase and upgrading of equipment, website subscription, and file hosting. If you'd like to join me to have a chat, or you have someone in particular from the industry that you'd like to hear about, send me a message. You'll find the link in the show notes or in my bio on all social media and my website, petercox.com. So if you're ready, let's go. Grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox. My guest today is Andrew Connolly, also known as Crinks, Brian, M9, and Jack. He hails from Sydney, growing up in Terry Hills. As a second-generation surveyor working for the family business, Andrew knew that he was always going to be working in the construction industry in some form or another, as he's always been building and making things since he was a toddler, while also helping his dad uh, doing residential surveys from the age of 13. His official title is Graduate Surveyor, graduating from University of Newcastle in 2018. His other job was sweeping floors in the largest florist in Sydney when he was 12. He loves the outdoors, camping, four-wheel driving and snow skiing. And I believe that he may be my youngest surveyor to date on the podcast. Between you and Kaya, and I think you might might just... Uh, might just get her there. So welcome, Andrew. Thank you so much for, uh, let's say, putting your hand up to join me tonight. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm, I'm excited excited for a chat about surveying. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's good to have younger people on. I love it. I love it. Not that I don't like the old guys there and the females. Everybody's fine. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm 25, um, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I think, Kaya, I think Kaya might be 26, maybe. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Cool. Okay, so you grew up in Terry Hills um, pretty much, what, your whole life? Or? Uh, yeah, I grew up, I've grown up on the North Shore, Northern Beach, mm-hmm. Sydney, um, my whole life. And, yeah, all different um, suburbs, Runga, Taramara, um, Barara, um, Terry Hills. But, yeah, mostly teenage years in King Terry Hills. Yeah, right. And obviously you went to year 12 because you attended university. Yeah, I went to um, Northern Beaches Fishing School in Terry Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty, um, it was a really good school for me, very um, progressive for the time. Um, they very tech heavy and very independent. Um, I think a lot of the education system is heading that way. Um, yeah, yes. but but at the time, the the principal at the time was he was very um, sort of at the forefront of, of that style of learning. Um, mm-hmm. I think that helped me through uni because it's very um, self driven when you're um, yeah when when you're accountable at, at university. Yeah, pretty much on your own, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, to some extent. Oh, there's there's good, definitely some amazing lecturers. I, I went to mm-hmm. the University of Newcastle and um, Lloyd. There, um, yep, Lloyd Pilgrim. Lloyd Pilgrim, up. yeah, 
mm-hmm. heads up. He's amazing. He was my um, thesis supervisor and he was absolutely incredible with, with everything he he did um, yeah, to okay. assist me. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. That's nice. I'll 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 let him know when I speak <laughs> to him next time. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we're um, fairly close. Yeah, cool. That's nice. That's awesome. It's good to hear that uh, that you've got good good mentors, good leaders, and sort of stuff to help you get into the industry for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, did you live up in Newcastle while you were doing that, or? Yeah the the first year or two I was actually a bit here and there doing it remote um uh-huh. in Sydney and it was it was not the most ideal way of doing it and then then I moved up into a share house met some really cool mechanical and mechatronics engineers up there and was in a share house and it was just yeah so good um the, I well I went to U- Newcastle uni for a year and but I was doing nursing, not surveying, and I was living with a mechanical engineer too. <laughs> yeah, I have such fond memories of living in the share house with those guys. Like we played in a basketball team together, and cool. just used to yeah hang out, always have dinner together, and yeah, yeah, it was just an awesome time. Yeah, yeah. So do you speak to many of um of the people that you went to uni with still? Do you stay in yeah. contact? Yeah, we're in a group chat together um, mm-hmm. on, on Facebook and, yeah, everyone's just, there's plenty of banter in there and one of my mates, Tom, he's um, we're going for our um, registrations that we both did our um, the engineering exam um, that's just passed. Um, yeah, and then met some other, other people as well in doing, the, doing their board exams for the ACS yeah. courses. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, so you passed your engineering. Yeah, got it, got it done. A lot <laughs> nice. of work involved. Um, <laughs> it was quite rewarding. I did a, um, a, uh, one of the mock projects or the mm-hmm. ACS projects, um, so that wasn't ideal. But the, the whole experience was good. I, um, a, lot of, a lot of work. Um, was very nervous going into the exam, um, but it, it, it went all right. Um, I was the first exam they did for that that period. Oh, I really? I, <laughs> I couldn't read them at all if I was doing anything wrong. And people would sort of fetch me if, if you make any sort of mistakes or or, mm. or something. And they, they were quizzing me about equivalent standard axle loads. And, and they were asking me if I knew what the, what the value was. And in hindsight, they were just inquisitive and trying to trying to know because I was like, oh, I'm not sure what the um, <laughs> kilonewton load per animal, whatever the unit is. And, uh, and I was in the exam sort of panicking like, oh, I thought, I thought it would be difficult, but I didn't think they <laughs> trilled down on these. But in hindsight, they were, I think they'd already assessed me oh, prior yeah, to that okay. point and they were just making conversation and, and they didn't know themselves and like oh maybe this guy knows um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I didn't tell them that I had a, a civil engineering degree as well but I was because I didn't want them to go harder on me because I haven't oh. practiced any of that those sort of <laughs> skills um, yeah right did you is that did you do it at like a double degree sort of thing or you did yeah, did the double degree. Yeah, at, at okay. An, an, an extra year um, mm-hmm. and, and the civil civil engineering degree, which at the time I thought was a good idea. I'm not sure about now. I think it's. I think it was a good idea. Uh, yeah. It's not a bad thing to have, I don't think. 
Yeah. There's just so many different avenues to be across yeah. that you can't really be all personally. I can't no. be across yeah, civil engineering and and surveying and, and every different facet of surveying that there is. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like in surveying as well that, you know, you sort of focus on a certain area. Yeah, You, you don't go across absolutely everything. Um, yeah. There's too much to know. Yeah. Too much to know. And be so, up to speed with all the intricacies of everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you've done your engineering. Have you done any others? Uh, no, I'm enrolled mm-hmm. for the town planning. Um, my mate Lindsay, he's enrolled for the town planning and he told me he's enrolled for strata as well. So I'm like, oh, oh I, should, too. I should probably do two because I have actually been out of uni a couple of years without actually going to the exam. I've been a bit... Um, I've just been focusing on other things rather than going straight into the exams. And some of my um, friends, they've, they've become registered. Yeah, um, so okay. So I'm like, oh, I've got to get a riddle on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how long did it take them to get through registration? This has been a bit of a, um, a, a talking, talking topic lately about registrations and licensing and how long it takes people to actually get licensed and why we have the lack of registered surveyors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Was, know, there's a few different things involved. Yeah, it's in a it, bit but... con- controversial. Mm, um, mm. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm nervous oh, too. you won't get in trouble. No, <laughs> look, anything, anything you say on here stays on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, so with regard to the, yeah, it takes a bit of time. With regard to the engineering exam, it's very time-consuming, particularly if you're working full-time. It's in mm. the evenings and the mornings. Leading up mm-hmm. to that exam, I had to take a couple of days off just yeah. before the exam to get everything, or not just before the exam, but leading up to the exam to get mm. um, everything finished, um, uh, even though I was sort of steadily working on it for um, over the leading up to the exam. Um, mm. it's, 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 I don't know, it's questionable. Our survey company is based in Sydney, um, North Shore, Northern Beaches, and there's no uh, um, new major subdivisions where we operate, so it's yeah. hard to get that exposure and it's it's hard to know whether it's overly relevant for, for a survey company like us to be doing those larger mm-hmm. road design and stormwater design, um, yeah. which is quite a barrier to get involved. Um, yeah. It would make it a bit difficult because, yeah, you are a smaller company and stuff, but I suppose, you know, they have to think about, you know, where you might be in three to five yeah. years and covering all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. one of my questions was what attracted you to surveying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of forced into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Does your dad um, listen to this? <laughs> no, nah, he, he, oh, he's not that. He's he, you might do, who knows? I'll, I'll send it to him. Um, no, I, I've always, as I said, yeah, I've always um, been inclined, uh, been drawn towards sort of the construction industry and, and building yeah. things. Um, yeah. Was always, yeah, thought about being a builder or getting my builder's license or, or going down that that route. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, very hard on the body as well. Yeah. Um, I think surveying's um, it's 
physically demanding, but less so compared to other trades yeah. or, or, or Yeah, jobs. that's so true. That's so um, true. Yeah, and, and you get to use your uh, all trades get to use their mind, but it's quite mentally stimulating. Um, what surveying what doing, here, Andrew? <laughs> what you're doing, surveying, or, or you get to do, yeah, like you might get to do stormwater design to become registered. Like that's like yeah. as much as it's not that relevant to what I do on a daily basis, but it's yeah. um, it's it's really interesting. Like I loved um, water water design mm-hmm. for engineering at uni. That was probably one of my favourite subjects. Yeah, right. Um, do you Which think with the, well, <laughs> I haven't yeah. used it. Do you think with um, like with the company and 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 what they do and everything that you could lead into that at some stage or yeah, just, like I mean, you know, progression and stuff. Yeah, I think I'd need mentorship above yeah, me, okay. um, in that avenue, so I'd have to yeah. go to a, a different company to get that sort of yeah. Fair enough. I yeah. can't remember the name of the. Um, the one of the guest lecturers at university, he was amazing for water engineering. Um, he was really interesting, really practical. Um, it was a bit, um, people either loved him or weren't the biggest fan. He, he some early on, he started his lectures like 10 or 15 minutes early and like one time we were there and he's, he's talking about Shakespeare and the relevance to like he should be across this and and for you um so it was, it was an interesting fellow but he was, he was really good i um i enjoyed enjoyed what he had to share um oh, that's funny shakespeare yeah, yeah. i can't that's remember it. the yeah he, he had a lot of practical industry experience and then he was talking about project management and um team dynamics and, and just interesting uh-huh. things that aren't really touched so much at, at university yeah um, yeah yeah I think in you saying that that statement does it kind of hits home for for me because we have these conversations about um I have surveyors always saying you know well this person's got a diploma or they're not coming out of out of it knowing anything or they've got a degree and they still don't know how to survey and all this sort of stuff and it's like well you don't we don't teach you absolutely everything when you come out of an education facility you know facility educational whatever institute institute (laughs) (laughs) same thing it's been a long day um yeah that that you don't know everything so you've got to learn all of this stuff and doing surveying you don't learn the business side either which is interesting no yeah they're definitely not teaching the, the business side and things that mm. they, yeah that definitely comes later whether yeah. it be experience or an mba or, or further study elsewhere mm. um yeah mm. the um i think the universities i really like the university of newcastle but they have because the surveying um cohort is so small i think they struggle with resourcing um it has to be commercially viable for them um so when you compare yourself to civil engineering they've got how many more students um that's why it's easier to run the Mm. overlap the surveying course closer to um surveying uh to civil engineering yeah Um, they didn't they don't 
I don't want to criticise the university too much, but there's definitely room for improvement with them. They don't touch any strata. Um, they only have one land boundary course at the okay. university, which is run by Brian Watt. He's, he's really good. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, yeah, one of the most beneficial courses at the university for surveying. Yeah, if they yeah, had a second right. land boundary course or yeah. um, a strata course, um, they, yeah, so yeah, they definitely... that's, that's interesting that you say that. And do you think that when, um, like I know that at UNSW they sort of do the same thing in the first year and then they try and get the engineers to move over to the surveying. Does the same thing happen in Newcastle? Do they try and do that same sort of thing or encourage, encourage them? Encourage. encourage I don't, them. I'm not sure whether there's any encouragement to go over the surveying. I know a lot of my friends that started with the double degree I did the double degree. They've most of them have gone into surveying just from mm -hmm. the, the job opportunity you get outdoors. And um, yeah, yeah, and the, you pretty the much get a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just about anyone will take you, won't they? At yeah. the moment. <laughs> oh, so, what are the sort of things you do at work? Uh, we do a wide variety of things. As I said, yeah, today I was doing. Um, uh, set out on an apartment building in Manly mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. on the first floor where um, wall set out. We do um, smaller residential as well and we also focus a lot on underground electrical infrastructure, so substations and um, transmission um, feeder mm -hmm. cables, so uh, whether that be 330kb or uh, 330kb circuits um so so big circuits um yeah right yeah 20 kilometers to one or two kilometers in length yeah. so yeah and we've sort of niched into that mark uh that mm -hmm. area of surveying um mm -hmm. i'm not a huge fan of it <laughs> um, <laughs> just because the civil game is i don't know i'd I, I enjoy doing a topo on a residential house, just <laughs> doing my own thing. <laughs> it's just nice. It's just, uh, yeah, you're in control. Um, there's Ooh. limited pressure and you just, there's no, we're pouring concrete at five different locations yeah, all at once. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Which, yeah. You're one of those laid back surveyors then, huh? <laughs> oh, definitely not. I think. Like most surveyors, we're under resourced, which just, uh, yeah, um, sure. it just creates uh, a lot of pressure to mm. to perform, and and uh, yeah, project managers might not not see that or, or yeah. recognize, or they're doing their best, but they're coordinating yeah, like a couple hundred people, so you can't blame them. Mm. Trying to trying to manage yeah, that project that. management's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it. It's easy to criticise from the outside, but yeah. I, I would imagine it would be nothing ever runs smoothly. You constantly um, resolve, uh, trying to um, fix problems that, yeah. that arise. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So in your daily jobs, what's the most interesting sort of project that you've been involved in to date? Because you uh, haven't been working for that long, really. Yeah. I, I we do also do a lot of um, aquaculture lease surveys okay. where we're just on, on the water, which they're not very complex. Like they're 
low accuracy surveys. Yeah. Um, but I mean, getting out on a on a on an oyster punt and just chatting to oyster farmers for the day and, and staking out a lease, and you can't can't really go past that. But yeah, pr- probably the most by far the most technical um thing I've been uh, project I've been involved in is definitely the underground um yeah. infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. 20, twenty kilometers long. Um, mm. I think it was eleven or twelve horizontal directional drills, sixteen oh, shots each, trying to yeah keep that under control under some difficult <laughs> rivers and and the like and, and other structures. Um, mm. So yeah, um, keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, for sure. Um, so. We met because you're doing my project management course. Yeah. Well, technically I've met you through virtually through listening to your podcast for the, well, a couple of episodes. Okay. But, yeah, the first time you, you we've actually, actually, you no. You knew me, but what? We, we, you were sitting in the back row of the <gasps> ACS um, engineering when they were doing the 12D. Um, oh, were you there then? Yeah, I was sitting in front of you, but we didn't. I, I recognise you from the podcast, but I didn't want to be like, oh, this is your podcast. Well, I probably should have. But... You probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so oh, so we have kind of met before. Not really. Not yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, through your project management course. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing the project management course, which actually finishes next week. Um, how do you think that is going to help you moving forward in your career and in your surveying and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely the soft skills with, um, yeah, and the business side of, of mm. working with people and mm. how, you, um, how you manage people um, mm. and, and interacting with people because that's the biggest challenge in my job, I find, it's interacting with um, project managers and, and setting expectations and, and, yeah. and letting them know that you can't just be available um, at the top of a hat um, to do night works one yeah. evening because they haven't booked it in or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, and mm-hmm. just how you manage those relationships. Um, and the, yeah. And, and we've done a bit, a bit of the quoting, which, which I'm um, quite involved in with, it, with our um, business. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's good to see. I think the biggest benefit I've got is looking, getting a glimpse inside other surveying businesses within, yeah. the, within the industry because we are on the smaller side um, to stay current and up to date and be across the business ex- aspect of day-to-day mm. operations, just mm. timesheet apps and, and project management software and, and things like that. It's easy to have... Okay, I've got a good. I think I've got a good one for you. So you have to remind me. Okay, excellent. About showing you one of these ones that's free. It's free. So yeah, we'll we'll, ha- we'll have to have a look at that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Finding those things. I think that was the best. I think that's the best thing about it is having having that group of, and in your group, I'll say guys because it is all guys. <laughs> uh-huh. At least my other one has a girl. In, or yeah. two girls actually so that's, oh, that's, that's good yeah one of them's a surveyor the other one's an admin lady but that's okay yeah. I won't hold that against her <laughs> no, um, but yeah having those conversations between the 
between the guys um, is really, really interesting and seeing, you know, the different things that they do and how they do things. And I think that's really important, uh, even though we're doing it over Zoom and all that sort of stuff, that we still can have those conversations so that you are still learning and seeing how different companies do do things, mm. which I think is really important. I mean, most people kind of get that when they go to seminars and all that sort of stuff, which hasn't really been happening. Yeah. Much, yeah. So, mm. I think there's a huge, I think ACS has tried to feel that. There's, from my perspective, there's been a huge gap in the market market with their business academy you look at other industries and if you look at solicitors or accountants there's a lot of dedicated um content around um mm -hmm. business operations in those um different fields but very limited in surveying just because mm. i think the, the size of the industry yeah because yeah. we are quite small aren't we really yeah, we're tiny. Mm. <laughs> uh, blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It is. It really is. Uh, what's the biggest challenges that you you probably face at the moment uh, uh, within the industry? Uh, I find, yeah, uh, working with project managers challenging at times and unrealistic expectations. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and that results in, yeah, stress management um this apartment building yeah no actually i probably can't get into that yeah, <laughs> no there's... don't 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 yeah just <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just you don't want to get into trouble anyway <laughs> no we definitely don't want to be doing that <laughs> definitely not <laughs> um yeah yeah as a surveyor you have a lot of responsibility as the the listenership is probably aware um, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of responsibility in what you do and, and we've we've never had a claim on our professional indemnity insurance which is a huge I saw that I mean that's yeah. pretty cool yeah that, that's definitely a credit to my dad he's mm. um very meticulous and and, and drills checks and, and we mm. do checks um uh, and so, and everything's always out. Just there's a lot of sanity checks um, in everything. Everything we do, he's always folks on stand back and look with with a set of plans. And, and does that look right? Um, yeah. It, it, does it, it with regard to position? That's that's easier to identify by looking at, at a plan or something that. You can't get any, it's a lot harder to get an intuitive sense with levels, whether, whether something's right mm. by visually looking at it. But typically you hear stories of people setting out houses a meter wrong. I don't want to jinx myself, but if, if you're not under the we'll pump. We'll touch and right here, right yeah. now, okay? <laughs> I'm doing it for you. <laughs> if you're, yeah, if you're, I, something's um, gone astray somewhere along the line there, but that, error should have been detectable by a sanity, yeah. sanity check or measuring it off with a tape or, or something yes. there or even a near map overlay that that you sh that that and um not detecting a gross error like that um yeah that's mm. always drilling don't fo focus on the millimeters focus on your gross errors because you're yep. not going to come become unstuck by a yeah. few millimeters to get focused on the millimeters and and and, and um because you, you could be millimeters out of what you think, but grossly yeah. out of where it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Um, you know, I know a friend of mine, 
and I don't know if I said this in an earlier podcast, uh, sent me a message about uh, surveyors and I think we talked about it during the week, during the last few weeks about surveyors not doing their checks if they do a set out and they don't then pick up, you know, reset up and pick up what they've set out just as a check to make sure it's all okay. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. How long think, does it take you to do that? Yeah, I think we're extremely fortunate um, in dad's not overly profit driven. Like mm-hmm. he's in it to make money, but not, um, he's not uh watching the clock um is yeah. he's he's methodical and, and it takes as long as it takes to get it right we're not we're, we're not the cheapest um survey company out good but we've got the the record behind us um, yeah and we don't um yeah we don't need to undercut the market and we don't need to be rushed to to, yeah. to deliver on on things mm. um that uh Mm. Yeah, yeah, but that's not, that's not a bad thing. Not being the cheapest and oh, having quality is, you know, it's what we we should be doing. So yeah, a hundred percent. Because mm. the the economic output that I've seen from surveyors is, is drastically in, improved with remote telephone stations and, and mm. all the computers and CAD and software that we have to deliver plans. The time that it takes for a survey nowadays to deliver it. Um, a plan, a plan or do a set out has has drastically um, reduced. Whereas yeah. um, that that profit should have been absorbed by surveyors, not not taken on take on more projects and, and cut your margins. Oh, um, I know if, if you can help it. I know it's the age old story, isn't it? Cutting your yeah. prices and doing yeah. things cheaper, and we don't want to race to the bottom. Oh no, that race to the bottom. It seems to be every conversation I have is comes up with the uh, the race to the bottom. It's ridiculous, yeah. mm. and and it it's affecting um um wage growth, um mm. not just in surveying, but in surveying some of the my friends, um what they get paid is, is not in my opinion, and not indicative of, of what they, they should be, what they're worth, what they've yeah. been um, delivering to their company. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and having it's, it's hard to attract um, people to, to yeah. surveying because it's, yeah, the, the pay, I mean, starting out in any, any profession, the pay is um, got to start somewhere. But Yeah, you've got to start somewhere. And I, I, I think, you know, depending who you work for and I think our our well, should be our base pay isn't that bad, but the discrepancy between companies yeah. of the pay for the same person, you know, mm. the same same year of education, same experience, all that kind of stuff. And I know people talk about productivity and all, all of that sort of yeah. stuff, but the, the differences in what one person gets paid a year compared to another person in a different company is incredible. Um, yeah, I yeah. was. I had a look at the ACS um, survey oh, the of the d- semi- demand of study. The, was it? Yeah, there's there's the two. There's the hourly rate survey, oh, the yes. charge out rate, and then there's yes. the salary, mm. the survey that they did the salaries and, and diversity in different roles in, in the business. And mm. That was quite interesting. Um, but if you look at Sydney. Um, the median house prices um it's you, 
yeah, if you're working and living in this area, you really got to, I mean, if you went to university and studied and you work hard and work long hours, I think you should be, um, have the opportunity to buy a house. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so the way your wage growth is it's got to reflect that but that's not just a, a surveying problem i think i think if you no. wage growth in real terms it's been it's gone backwards over yeah. the last 10 years of median house prices in australia in i don't know if it's australia or new south wales have gone up 108 percent i was gonna um, say i know i know that new south problem. yeah I, yeah i know new south wales was heaps higher mm. than other, other other states in australia for for the rise in in that but yeah, yeah i don't know what then i can't remember what the numbers are for it but yeah it's just crazy isn't it yeah mm. yeah well the story is it's resolved by charging more exactly <laughs> <laughs> because you're exactly. not going to be able to get anyone else to do your um sign off on your no so occupation true. certificate or yeah 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 so true um so a question that i ask quite often and I'd be interested to hear what you have to say because you've been to university do you think a degree is necessary in the industry to achieve success I don't think to achieve success mm-hmm. oh we're about to get really deep in philosophy no. what's your definition of success <laughs> no, but no it's a, it's it's necessary if you want to get registered yeah um but not everyone wants to get registered it's mm. very arduous the process as I'm starting to learn um mm. Maintaining registration is, is is no small task. It's, it's, it's quite expensive and, and yeah. the level of CPD requirements, which is necessary, but that's a good thing. Um, um, what was that based for? Go. I just had another question. Go, keep <laughs> okay. going, keep going. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, so uh, mental blank. Um, is it necessary? Um, I'm glad I went. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you can be successful without going to university. Um, mm-hmm. If I was in a different profession, I definitely, oh, not definitely, I don't know if I would have gone to university if I if it wasn't um, required mm. to be registered. If yeah, I was okay. in, in some other uh, business, I don't know if I'd, because it's, I've noticed online in America, it's fashionable not to go to university or higher education or, or just sort of, Mm. not belittle it in, in a way but yeah it's, it's encouraged to, to some extent drop out and be a tech founder and make like work in in something something like that but i, I think those um those higher that, education institutions definitely have a purpose and yeah, yeah it's really beneficial for me yeah no i agree that they have a purpose and, and over in america because you know i've got quite a few friends over there not just in the surveying industry in in different trades and all that kind of stuff and they are always pushing that um you know you don't have to go to university because if you go into a into a trade if you go into you know your construction or whatever it may be that Mm. you're earning the same nearly the same amount of money yeah you don't have a a debt Mm. an educational debt so Mm. you're better off and yeah so they, they push it all the time about that yeah and different the, states, you don't even have to have a university degree to get licensed over there in surveying in certain Yeah, places. yeah. It's very weird over there. Yeah, it's, 
it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. <laughs> for me, it was beneficial. I, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I, you definitely can. Yeah, there's no reason you can't do really well in the industry without without a degree, and I wouldn't mm. let that stop anyone by any means. Yeah. Um, and now I've completely forgotten the question that I was going to ask Follow you. Up. I should have written it down, shouldn't <laughs> no, I? It will. Uh, hopefully, it'll come back to me because I thought, oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I was trying to yeah. think of a, tr- a trigger. To- yeah, no, it was it was something to do. Yeah, I don't know if it comes but back. Next it comes time. back. But yeah, next time. <laughs> um. So day-to-day in your company, um, are you using a lot of the newer kind of technology? Uh, yeah, robotic. T- uh, we don't have a laser scanner. I really want to get a laser scanner. <laughs> Is that, that's, for some people that's new technology. But I was going to say, not. you were about to say robo- ro- robotic, weren't you? They're I'm so like, old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, define new technology. Um, well, we're not yeah. winding out the... Um, chain and haven't got the t2 out oh that's all right then that's all right. that just sits in the corner now <laughs> yeah oh, dad um went to uh the i don't know which conference it was but it was in istanbul and oh. he, he found this um uh old theodolite yeah in some antique store there and he was and he, you know, so is like collecting stuff, any like old piece of instrument. We're so, we're so um, weird. <laughs> yeah, so he's, 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 he's um, put it in his, his carry-on because he's like, oh, well, I don't want it to get all, yeah. like, chucked in. But, yeah, walk, walking through um, the airport with a, um, a yeah, well, the old field lights are really quite heavy and solid. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and he was coming through security, and he's like, "Oh, just it's it's a theodolite. Like, don't uh, don't be alarmed." And that's when the um, I think the Australian government was being like cautious. Don't like, I don't know if you should be going over there at this time. Oh, or, or yeah, right. I don't know okay. if that was there was there was something there's something going on, but yeah, that's <laughs> one to he loves traveling, so that was the worst thought. Oh, it'd be nice to travel. Yeah. It's a distant memory. Oh, no, it's oh, starting no. back up again. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is for sure. So how do you see the profession changing over the next 10 years? Uh, how do you think, being a I, young surveyor? A young surveyor. <laughs> uh, I think laser scanning is, uh, we're probably late, not late to the party, but um, the amount of um, data capture that you can get there. I'm all about delivering value to the client. You just look at mm. how much data you can capture for yeah. in such a short space of time and deliver that to a to a client. Obviously, that you can't just issue them a point cloud and call it a day. There's a, there's um, some refinement there that that needs um, needs some expertise behind yeah. it. Yeah. Well, button. I, I think that's funny that you say that because. You know, some clients don't even know what they want and mm. they just ask for a point cloud, but what are they going to do with it? Yeah, yeah they're going to be able to extract what they need mm. from it and, and the reliability of the information. Mm. Um, definitely, um, I think, I don't know, everyone's pushing the, the AI, that there's going to be AI that, that's going mm. to be for um, data, data processing. And, um, yeah, there's... Mm general direction for the mm. I think um yeah I think 
the amount of spatial data is, is going to absolutely explode. The accessibility to spatial data as well, mm. um, yeah, with, with laser scanning and the photogrammetry techniques. I do you think yeah, that's that, going? That yeah. Do you think that's going to take away from surveying as such, and have people in our industry that aren't actually surveyors anymore? That it's some of this stuff is you know you can get a uh, if you know how to use a laser scanner, and you can download the point clouds, and you can extract what you need to extract. If it's nothing to do with boundaries. Yeah, you know that this is a fine line we're talking we about had here. A, I think we had a little in the um, project management course. We we're talking about this um, because I have, I don't know, I have an opinion about defining boundaries. When when we you were talking about the to give a bit of background, we we're talking about quoting a, a detailed survey for a um, oh, yes. road corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to make sure that the um, carriageway or the actual road pavement was in the um, road reserve mm-hmm. and I think uh, I could be completely wrong but to do that properly you have to define your boundaries and letting people who aren't registered <laughs> do detailed surveys and putting line work that isn't defining boundaries but is starting to look and smell a little bit like a boundary <laughs> is somewhat questionable and I don't know, it's a bit controversial, but I think um, it, I know what I've heard in, in the US, if you even issue a document that's got the word survey on it or something like that, I could be entirely wrong here, um, but they're very strict, whereas in New South Wales. I think that depends on the state. That it you depends mean, on the yeah. state, but Astra- uh, New South Wales could benefit from tightening up the legislation around what's def- whether you've defined a boundary. If you're plotting a, a line on a piece of paper on a CAD model, but it's not a defined boundary and it's it's things are set out relative to boundary. It's just it's a I murky. I believe murky that you have you cannot you cannot put is it distances and bearings or is it just but you can't put bearings on there. There's um, something about what you, yeah, as as a technical surveyor, if you put a bearing and a distance on there, now Narelle, if she listens to this, is going to absolutely shoot me because I'm yeah. probably saying it completely yeah. wrong. But I know that you, because um, it's been a while, okay, yeah. I'm sorry if I get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, no, there's something along those lines of um, putting a piece of a, a line on a piece of paper or, you know, on our CAD drawings. Um, and not having the bearings on there or not like, yeah, definitely not the bearings. And I'm unsure about whether you can put a distance on there. I don't think time. you would be out of dimension to a, to a, to a boundary. Mm. Because if you're doing that, you're, in my opinion, defining the boundary. Well, you are. You are. But what surprises me, and I'm going back, you know, way, way back when I used to survey, um, I did some work for some surveyors mm. who would do detail surveys, mm. would not connect into any reference marks to pick up the boundary and mm. would just pick up the fence lines and draw the boundary to the fence lines. Yeah. I was horrified with that. 
Because yeah, I, I am. I'm, I was going to say I grew up. I don't up. want to be criticized. No, it's people. wrong. But it's wrong because offense is not always where your boundary is. And whether you're mm-hmm. actually stating where the boundary is or not, or not it's you, misleading. It's misleading. Know. You know, I, I grew up surveying <laughs> um, with, with a, a registered surveyor and it was the two of us. And anytime we did any kind of detail survey, we connected into the reference marks. We worked out where the boundaries were. We, you know, we still turned an angle down the side of the property and got offsets off the building to make sure that it all sat, even if it, even if we weren't stating what the water boundaries were, you know, or, or anything like that, so that we knew that it was correct. Yeah, in my local council now, with any detailed survey that gets local council, it needs to be um, signed, signed by a yes. surveyor and you have to do a boundary identification. We've um, pretty much 90% of the, 99% of the detailed surveys we do, we do a boundary ident at the same yep. time because yep. well, it's, it's there's just, more and more councils that are that are pushing that now. Yeah, I, we did it anyway just for, yep. um, I don't know, back to that race to the bottom thing were a bit more expensive, but um, we'll save you on the long run. But you want to make sure that you're doing it right. I don't know. Yeah. I would just, it, it always just astounded me that they would, I'd say, where's, where am I, where's the, where's the boundary information? Yeah. Oh, just use this, just use that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back I, didn't, to the or- I didn't do stuff with them for a while. Yeah. Back to the original question about um, the industry and mm. feeling. I think the the premise of the question that I got from you was that su- should surveyors feel threatened by other oh, spatial yeah. <laughs> data industry, uh, other experts? I don't think we should. I think there's that much work on um, so long as we um, protect the boundary definition, the cadastral side of yeah. the side of things, um, and yeah, but yeah, and there's always going to be uh, uh, work for um, surveyors and spatial industry experts because yeah, it's it's not just the boundary side of thing; it's your coordinate systems. It's yeah, it's your, agree. Um, accuracy and precision. There, there's mm. a lot more going on than. Than, well, as no. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I I agree with you there. I just know that some people sort of say, with all of this new technology, who needs surveyors anymore? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of good technology, but it, yeah, it's it's you interpreting that door, yes. data and verifying it. Like surveyors had access to. Technology that doesn't mean people have made mistakes. Um, mm. It's that QA and responsibility, and, and who does the um, who, who does the buck stop with? Um, yeah, if something goes wrong. Um, yeah, have they got the the experience and mm. and all qualification behind them to be doing what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you worked with any other surveyors besides Jed? Mm. No, I'm just kidding. What was that? What did you say? <laughs> U- Uniprax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't think so. Um, okay. We there's a couple of other surveyors, smaller surveyors that we've like been involved with, which mm-hmm. has been another thing. He's got he's been in the industry for 
Rock, so he's got a lot of contacts. Um, and yeah, but, but no, no, I haven't worked mm-hmm. in any other other survey companies. No. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's probably not a good thing. Like you want to, <laughs> you want experience across the diverse yeah. range of um, yeah. uh, companies, and you're going to pick up um, skills and processes from other people. Mm. Uh, that has definitely crossed my mind. Um, yeah, getting getting a, a different perspectives. That that's why I find the um, the project management. Um, course beneficial chatting to other surveys mm-hmm. in, in the course seeing what they've um what they how they do something or, or yeah processes and systems around that mm. yeah mm. interesting what's your favorite thing about saying uh favorite thing i like being outdoors i we do some yeah surveys on the Hawkesbury River water access only like you're just on nice. on the water and just <laughs> nice. measuring measuring in the bush like I, I love the outdoors and measuring yeah. but I also don't want to be doing that 24-7 so I enjoy mm. um yeah processing data I yeah one of my other favorite subjects at uni was programming um if okay. I wasn't in surveying or construction industry I'd probably be in IT Mm-hmm. Um, and but I don't think I could do the twenty four seven. Oh, not the eight hours a day at a, at a computer. Um, I, I do enjoy the, the the outdoors too much. Yeah, and because you pretty much do the field to finish, you kind of do everything, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah QA and, and stuff. At, end obviously I can't sign plans no you can't sign plans but I mean you do you do calculations you do field work yeah from taking the client you must draft yeah 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 but from taking the client phone calls all inbound calls go to my mobile to quoting (laughs) most of the jobs to (laughs) yeah um to yeah doing the pre-calcs doing the um survey um doing the reduction and then mm. the, the um, drafting, yeah. yeah, invoicing, chasing up bills, accounting, IT, sounds, marketing. Sounds like my old <laughs> job where I started. <laughs> it was him and me, that was it. The, yeah. occasional, the, the occasional graduate or, uh, mm. or survey technician came in occasionally and, yeah, it was just me and my boss doing exactly the same thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, think- then you've got these other surveyors who are always just out in the field. Yeah. Might do um, pre-calcs and stuff or get stuff given to them and they're out yeah. the field and that's it. I'm extremely fortunate to be able to cross do all, all I think it's awesome. It's interesting and, and mm. get a lot of experience. I yeah. think the, yeah. Mm. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah, I enjoy it. Um, mm. Yeah. Have, have you had anything funny or bad happened to you yet in your surveying career funny funny or bad <laughs> nothing oh nothing jumps okay. out at me funny and bad i mean like i've walked through like tsb uh like uh wet uh wet concrete that's um 
backfill the trench knee high accidentally um and that's gone up to my knee Oh, I've no. done it. I've done it more than <laughs> once. So, um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, so no, you haven't right, learned from no your mistakes. No civil engineers <laughs> are listening, but sometimes they'll, they'll pour tears uh, like concrete backfilling um, uh, high voltage cables. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's a really low strength um, thermally stable concrete. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll put uh, road base sort right. of over the top of it and it'll okay. get like a dusting on it um and it'll, you'll be like oh that's just road base uh, <laughs> and then it'll it'll be there it'll be a meter of, of of concrete that's just dusted with with road base and you and you might not be paying attention and just step into it I've, I've done it twice it's hopefully no one's looking but obviously oh, for, someone else and someone catches you and and then it's a laugh it doesn't matter because it's not a, like a finished slab or anything yeah. it's yeah. just it's just yeah <laughs> Yeah, so that that's probably my mm. dumbest moment. Dumbest. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, oh, maybe last, maybe two weeks ago with all this rain we've been having, I was sort of on the side of a hill on my stomach reaching down in someone, there was a concrete block and someone put a um, PM cover on it. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you very much um, for that. <laughs> that person. was nice of him. <laughs> <laughs> that was extremely fortunate of them. Um, and I'm on the side of a hill, and just the way the the plants were around, I had to be facing head down the hill. Um, yeah. And arm was sort of this far into the into the PVC pipe, trying to dig out what was in there. Um, oh. And then, uh, yeah, and it was raining. And there's sort of like water coming down the hill. And then I was just like, ah, oh. I mean, I appreciate the person putting the PM cover on there, but I'm like, ah, oh, sometimes they wonder. I'm like, ah, oh, it could be better. But, uh, but then there's a lot of jobs have elements of, of, of things like that. Um, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's really, really minor. It's not, it wasn't. It wasn't You've got like a few that. years to go yet. You'll come up with some stories. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my dad was um had, was doing a survey in, like, mm. in a rural job in a paddock once, and he had a an assistant. Um, he was I'm not going to tell the story very well, but um he was told him to go. I don't know if he's looking for a reference mark or going to measure something. Mm. And he's a pretty tough guy. Like he didn't have any um any real uh um like he was yeah. He was go and he was set off looking for something, and then five minutes later, he was just sprinting the other way um, back towards him, and he's like dragon, and just yelling dragon or something. What? And I was like, well, I don't know. okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and he was like, oh, it must be a lizard or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was just a lizard or I was a bit of dragon or something quite minor, and the guy was. I don't know. They, people have had different fears and phobias, so but yeah, yeah, it yeah. was quite true. Yeah, quite amusing. <laughs> but yeah, no, no funny stories. Like I, on those longer projects, getting to know all the foreman and, and the crews mm. working there, it's it's really nice um, to mm. get get to know them. You're always having a good time. Um, yeah, I have a good time. Have a bit of fun. That's yeah. one drawback of um, yeah, residential surveying is it um, can be a little bit. Um, isolated mm. if especially if you're a one-man crew yeah you're working by yourself whereas mm. that that is one 
uh, nicely about the bigger projects. Um, yeah, chatting with other mm. people working. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with your dad being the way he is and being mm. meticulous in all of his work and everything, what do you think is the best work advice that you've kind of got from him? Uh, he he always says, um, <laughs> or should uh, I be saying worst? <laughs> no, he always says, don't, don't, because I, uh, he always says, don't focus on the millimeters, Andrew, yes. focus on the gross errors. Like you, you'll come unstuck with your, mm-hmm. with your gross errors on yeah. millimeters. So he's always drilling that. And yeah, always stand back with the plan yeah. and visually eyeball things. Is this lining up with that with shaft? Does this look right? Is that lining up with that? occupation next door does it does it visually look right is, mm-hmm. is there um have, have like that extra extra check check on yep. um, yeah yeah nice what would you say to um a young person to entice them into our industry would you entice them into our industry <laughs> yeah i think i think i think it's a, a great career i i enjoy it um it the um Pay pays good as much as I was complaining about it. <laughs> um, it like I think the the wage growth is is not just in surveying; it's, it's a structural problem, as I said. Yeah. But yeah, so the the pay is good. Um, the indoor outdoor um work mm. environment um is 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 particularly good. Um, mm. it's not strenuous on your body. If you like technology, you get to um use a lot of um. Yeah, get to use a lot of technology on a day-to-day yeah. basis, but you also get that the outdoor work environment. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. Um, yeah, I definitely encourage someone to at least give it a go with um, work experience or something, mm. or get a, a bit of um, yeah. It's I, funny you say that with work experience because I know a lot of schools now don't um, it, work experience isn't compulsory anymore. So a lot of kids don't even do work experience, which is a real shame, I think. Yeah, you're going to, I mean, not all kids, but kids that age, yeah, if they can get out of doing something, they probably not, <laughs> might not do it. Uh, they yeah. can just stay at home and have a week-long holiday. Who, who's who's going to blame them? But, yeah, if they're going to have some, some accountability, you got to go mm. give it a, I think, yeah, definitely work experience is something you should take a, advantage of one of my mates was in was like the channel nine studios or something for um for not that that's aiming that high but you could <laughs> if you were going work experience you could you'd be like oh i want to go work at it i'm probably sure they get a lot of people applying at a zoo or something but you kind of get the foot in the door to try yeah most professions yeah that they probably yeah. don't realize at the time mm. if you were to apply for that job if it's very competitive I could be completely wrong. These jobs could be just as competitive during um, work experience. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know always everyone always wanted to go to the zoo to do work experience. That was yeah. hard to get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably don't have that problem in surveying, do we? <laughs> no, no. Not I think quite. There's, there's not enough awareness around surveying. Even yeah. my f- friends who aren't in the, in the industry don't have a good understanding of what we do. And even project managers to some extent mm-hmm. don't have an amazing understanding of what we do. Um, I don't know if that 
falls back on the industry through education or we've sort of let that lapse. Um, people just think we're the people standing on the side of the road with, with the camera, looking camera. through a camera, <laughs> taking a photo or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I know. That's a big thing because, once again, another one of those conversations that I have nearly every day with whoever you talk to is how how do we get surveying out there and yeah. people understanding what we do because then we may get more people coming into the industry. Yes. Yeah. Well, it feels what, like you're bashing your head against a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, I think what you're doing is, is very, very constructive and, and very helpful. Yeah, mm. Getting the, yeah. often, I just need more younger people to listen to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll rope in some of my friends <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll volunteer them. Volunteer them. <laughs> I like how um how when I said in class who wants to come on my podcast and everyone just went oh no I'm too busy oh, oh no oh no I've got nothing to say everybody was just going oh no 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 <laughs> yeah yeah so you kind of like why yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was like I'll do it, but I'm definitely not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are. Look, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> if you could change one thing about the surveying industry, what would it be? Uh, I think awareness around surveying and recognition. Um, mm-hmm. People from being in surveying, they, yeah, I think the level of um commitment and education required to becoming registered is, in my opinion, on par with maybe a, with a chartered engineer or a chartered accountant or a doctor or some or a solicitor. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, probably harder than a solicitor, but I haven't done it. Um, one of my <laughs> friends or oh, someone I know just um, passed the bar and, and they only graduated a year ago or less. It's oh, wow. very rare for Gosh. a spade to do something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. I know one of the surveyors who I don't know if he was at that same. Yeah, um, I know the bloke you're talking about. He was in the year below, below me at uni. He was uh, sorry. You, you go on. I think I know where you're going with this. He's is oh no, I don't. Maybe it's not the same person because someone I can't think of who it is now is still at uni. Mm. but has been working and mm. has already started sitting exams. Oh, I thought there was another guy. He's very intelligent. He passed all five board exams at once. <gasps> really? Um, yeah. He no, was, I don't think I know who. I'm not sure if I I'm know I'm pretty sure he did a, a four-year degree in three years. Um, oh, my and God. And then he got first class honours. And, 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 <laughs> then, and then six months or something ridiculous after graduating, passed all Five wow. at once. Um, thank you. That's he's crazy. He's a pretty impressive guy. Yeah. Right. Spoke to him. He was, he was always across and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this, this one that I spoke to, and maybe I'd, I definitely spoke to someone who was still finishing off uni because they were doing, oh, they were doing USQ. Mm. Yeah. But so they're doing USQ, they're working. And I've already started sitting the exams, I think, because they had the experience in those certain ones or something like that. I thought you 
had to have a degree. I think he must have been near the end of it or something. Oh, right, yeah, mm. so he's doing the work on it and then mm. once he gets his degree. He's, he's got everything could, ready just to go bang, Yeah. start yeah. doing them, something like that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know I've never you done find the time <laughs> <laughs> working, doing a degree remotely through USQ and then and then doing the board exams. It's so much work. I know yeah. what I was going to ask you earlier. Right. So we were talking about how, um, you know, being successful uh, without a degree, talking about you mentioned about um, everything you had to do as a registered surveyor and your CPD points and Mm. All, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Do you think that technical surveyors should be licensed in some way and have to do CPD? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm all about maintaining a really high standard yeah. um, in, in the industry yeah. and, and creating not some hurdles but like some level of external accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, it'll, yeah, I think that would. I, they are introducing something, aren't they? Yeah. In so process. institution, ISNSW had an engineering surveying sort of registration type sort of thing, but it wasn't compulsory. Mm. Um, ACT is actually looking at bringing in an engineering mm. licensing thing. I'm not sure what they're going to call it, um, mm. where you have to have your diploma, you have to have a certain amount of experience and all that kind of stuff. So it is being looked at in, it's definitely, I'm pretty sure it's definitely going to happen in ACT. And once it goes through in ACT, I think other states may follow in something similar, mm-hmm. which I think is good. I think because a lot of people who have done their diploma, their vocational qualifications, just go out and work mm-hmm. and don't get don't get to go to any of the seminars or conferences and yeah. you know, see the other side of it and all that sort of stuff. And I think that's really important. Yeah, definitely. For them as well. Otherwise you, you might, yeah, you might stagnate. Or, yeah. Or, and like you're using new equipment and, and stuff like that, but you just get stuck in that one little thing and yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was my question. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Um, that's a new question, that one. You're going to add it, add it to the list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, we're getting nearer the end, getting to the sillier questions now. Well, not yes. silly. How do you relax? Uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? No. Um, yeah, oh, just hanging out oh. with friends. Actually, isn't that something that girlfriend. we did talk about that you need to learn how to do that a bit Yeah, it was, in the, <laughs> was, was in the course. Yeah, it's, it's hard when you've got a laptop and I've actually mm. turned off email notifications on my phone. That was very, that was Ah, good step. Yeah, yeah. Just because, yeah, I don't need to get an email notification in the evening when I'm relaxing and someone wants a quote or wants something. Yeah. Creating those boundaries there. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. So do you get to go, what do you do? Camp and four wheel drive? Yeah, camping, skiing. Mm. I used to, when I had a lot more energy, or well, not that long ago, <laughs> one of my. Oh my uh, God, you're so old. <laughs> I'm so old. No, I don't know how I did it. 
<laughs> my mate and I used to drive down to the Jindabyne on yep. a Saturday morning at yep. 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. after working Friday. Yeah. Um, and then we'd ski all of Saturday then we'd camp in the National Park at Guthaga above the mm-hmm. snow line mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in swags. Nice and cold. Nice and cold. Yeah, it doesn't get cold in Australia, so we're lucky. <laughs> it does. <laughs> not it not does. compared to Canada or <laughs> no, it's you go over there. <laughs> you come come to Australia and it's it's always it's always balmy. I always tell my girlfriend it's, it doesn't get cold in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then skiing all day Sunday and then driving home Drive Sunday home. afternoon and yeah. then back at work on on Monday. Uh, I'm I'm tired nowadays. <laughs> I don't know how I how I did used to do that um, <laughs> probably not the safest thing in the world um, no yeah. but I bet they were fun weekends oh they were so good um, mm. yeah we haven't I think we're probably lucky oh not lucky but yeah, we, we probably would still be doing it if it wasn't for COVID I think yeah I know skiing became really popular and there were limiting numbers on the yeah on the run so yeah having yeah. a season pass for no, I think my son bought a season pass and then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> a lot of my family have, have got season passes um, mm. or some of them have got season passes and, and stuff. And like, Did you get one? And I was like, oh, I was going to. I just don't think I get the use, yeah. use out of it. I, I don't know if I'd have the energy to be doing what I used to. <laughs> Not that I, I, don't, I don't know if it's I got more on at work or more on my Personal Maybe. life, yeah. Maybe. Mm. It's managing energy levels, not just time. Yeah. God, wait till you hit nearly 50. <laughs> yeah. no, I've, got, I've got plenty of energy, just not, not for <laughs> that level of yeah, I know what you mean. physical I exertion mean. and driving and then, and then camping and setting up camp and yeah. starting a fire. And wait, wait till you get older and you don't want to drive at night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm I, not quite there yet, but I know a lot of friends that are, oh, I don't want to drive at night anymore. <laughs> I have a um, bit of a funny story about my eyesight. I used to, I only started wearing glasses at university because yeah. I'd always be wanting to sit in the front row and none of my friends oh. would want to sit in the front row. And I was like, I was like, I'm struggling to see the um, projector in the front row. And they're like, oh. That's, that's not good. And then I went and got my eyes tested and they're like, you're almost legally not allowed to drive <gasps> without glasses. Almost. Really? Oh, yeah. no. So, so, yeah, driving at night, I was like, yeah, it's because you don't have a um, a, ref, a point of reference to compare unless you're getting your eyes tested. No, legally. yeah, so. that, that's so true. It's so true because I had a friend who who she got her daughter's eyes tested when she was probably about seven or eight or something. And she walked out of the optometrist with glasses and she looked at a tree and she just went, what, what, what is that? What are they? Yeah. Like that. What are you talking about? They're leaves. What, what do you mean? They're all separate, you know, individual. <laughs> she just thought a tree was a big blob like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> because she couldn't see properly. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. You're not colorblind, are you? No. Okay. Just checking. I don't know. I seem to have a lot of colorblind people on lately. Oh, interesting. Hmm. If you see a puddle on the ground, do you walk around it, jump over it, or jump in it? 
I knew this question was coming. Oh, and I, who I, doesn't know <laughs> that this question's coming? <laughs> and, and the and it, it and it depends on the context. No, I can overanalyze something. Um, oh no, you're not one of them too. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, well today, yeah, in steel caps, there was a puddle on the ground. I'm just walking through it like nobody's business. <laughs> but if I'm in like good shoes, then oh, probably don't 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 wet my my good shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm okay. I'm not. I I yeah. Not too, um, too neat and tidy, but yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather have a get out of jail card or a key that opens any door? I completely forgot about all these. Are <laughs> these, oh, you uh, obvious? Oh, so do you not listen the whole way through there? <laughs> no, I, I, I Are you do. one of those ones? <laughs> I drop off, I fall off. Yeah, um, yeah. No. Key to any door or a get out of jail? I'd hope, like to hope that I'd never be in jail and I don't think I'll ever do anything that would, um, I'd wind up there. So I think that would be wasted <laughs> on me. So I'd probably key to any door, but doors are usually locked for a purpose and then I yeah. might wind up in jail. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny. <laughs> it's funny what people come back with. Surveying would probably be useful having a key to unlock. Mm, oh, any and door yes. and door gate. And gate, yes, a gate, yes. I have a master key, a skeleton key for that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I completely forgot about these questions and I'm, I'm not that creative. Oh. <laughs> I just, superpower. Uh, I'd like a better memory, um, but that's not, Already? That's not, really, oh my a, God. not really a superpower. Um, <laughs> The uh, say something lame like flying, but lame. (laughs) You've just put everybody. You've just put everybody down now. That (laughs) run of the mill. Sorry, I I, I (laughs) lump me in in that category. I'll I'll say flying. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) run of the mill. No, it'd be an incredible experience. Oh, it would be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you could go back in history, where would you go? Mm, I think the Roman Empire. I think mm, nice. after the, I'm not a huge history buff, but I think civilization really regressed after after the Roman fall. Or, oh, I'm not a history buff. I, <laughs> I don't like talking about topics that I'm not not across. But I think so. You just like the, to go back and visit there, yeah. <laughs> the standard of living in Rome, I think, was <clears throat> allegedly a lot better, and then the fall of the Roman empire um the civilization regressed and i think mm-hmm. beyond that point i could be completely wrong i'm not a history buff but i, I and so think now are you going to go and search that out now <laughs> yeah probably the um i think yeah civilization is always in as a whole has tended to go uh improve yeah. and i think mm. well that was my always my understanding but i think at the um yeah the Roman Empire, they had, yeah, they had a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of problems. But yeah, mm. you look at the, the um, terracotta that the regular people had was a lot more advanced than um, yeah. centuries later. Yeah, and, yeah, and how their um, society worked and, and how they built structures and they mm. built roads that 
that didn't um, that lasted that, a lot that, longer still, than yeah, today. Not, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. so elements of their civilization, they were doing something right. Not not mm-hmm. everything. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, at a party, where would someone find you? Uh, surprisingly, probably on the dance floor. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> That's nice to hear. Cool. Yeah, cool. I, I like getting the endorphins going. Yeah. Nice. What motivates you? Oh, that's a deep question. Um, oh. <laughs> the what motivates me? Uh, I think continual improvement and development and heading in a, in a general direction. Yep. Purpose. If I have. If I have a purpose and I'm, I'm heading, improving, if I'm stagnating, I'm, 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 I'm not happy. But if I'm, mm. I'm driving or working towards something, which I think that's a pretty standard, um, yeah, pretty standard. Um, mm. What's it? What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, I'll put a block of chocolate next to me and it's just dangerous. It's just yeah. a score. <laughs> uh, no portion control when it comes to a bar of chocolate. <laughs> I'm better if I just don't have it in the house. Don't have it in the first place, yeah. 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 I, um, I'm normally like that, but I've been pretty good lately and I think it's because just sit around all day that if I sit there eating chocolate, <laughs> I don't get out in the field anymore. I don't exercise anymore. Well, I don't even notice. It's that sugar hit or whatever. You, your brain's wired to consume consume that stuff. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Do you regret your decision to become a surveyor? No, no, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy with my decision. Some, some days I'm... And it's all a bit stressful and all a bit much and not not working out yeah. how you like then but any career or, or profession you can have um those, those hesitations but i really enjoy the business business yeah. side of things um, that's oh, cool. where i, I want to my attention at this stage I, I think so you'll come back and do the business academy at some stage then yeah, potentially. I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of sayings. I say like I was going to say potato potentially, but it wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to it. <laughs> oh gee, I'm not going to ask you the last question because you're too young. <laughs> what, what is the last question? Something would you make Would you make the same choices again if you had a do over? You're 26 for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I've only just started to some extent. You've just started. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the, the thing about surveying is, for me, you, you're you on a path and then you're quite, it takes quite a, a while to get along mm, that path. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes have the grass is greener in other professions or other, other areas of, mm. of life and you're like, have I climbed up the right ladder? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that analogy. You're like you're climbing a ladder, um, and it's leaning on a wall, but you might be climbing the wrong ladder. But as a whole, yeah, yeah I'm very happy with surveying this immense opportunity um, with what we do. It's mentally stimulating, mm. physically, um, yeah. indoor, outdoor. Um, yeah. So many key benefits to it. If yeah, if you want to go into owning your own business, there's 
a lot of opportunity there. Um, mm. It's satisfying. So, yeah, a lot of it is satisfying with, with um, if you help physically build something or deliver something. That, yeah. That is, that is yeah, for sure. I think I I can be critical of some jobs because I often wonder, like, a lot of the developed world, a lot of what we produce is just, like, paperwork or numbers on a screen or something and you, yeah. and you wonder what what portion of, of jobs are actually delivering value to humanity sometimes. yeah I yeah wonder that mm. yeah I know where you're coming from with that you kind of wonder sometimes don't you yeah. mm. anyway that's the end of all the hard-hitting questions excellent <laughs> <laughs> you made it through and you just there's something like yeah made it through. those those questions I, I just don't yeah what's your favorite superhero i just i don't know if my brain's too regimented or i've trained it to be like this is the environment in which you're working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need to just live on the edge a bit huh <laughs> yeah um get out of break your box. Down those mental barriers yes <laughs> All right, let's do some quick shots. Okay. Tea or coffee? Uh, neither, but a little bit of tea. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cat or dog? Uh, dog. Sunrise? But I sunset? don't have a dog. Oh, you don't now? That's okay. <laughs> <I> don't <have. laughs> sunrise or sunset? Uh, I like sunrises. But I, I am a bit of a night owl. But yeah. I, for work and stuff, you have to. Hate the mornings. Summer or winter? Uh, I always have to justify my answer. <laughs> and it's a quick fire question. I enjoy <laughs> skiing in winter and I enjoy survey weather in winter. Um, I enjoy, love the beach in summer. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm an indecisive person. <laughs> <laughs> Roller coasters, do you love or hate them? Absolutely love roller coasters. Having said that, I (laughs) recently went, oh, maybe uh, before COVID, sorry, just before COVID, we went, I went, we went to um, the US to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to love roller coasters, but you can't wear glasses on them. And I was so excited for it. But uh, we there was no lines, and we'd done a whole bunch of roller coasters, and I had my glasses off, and everything's always blurry. Yeah. And I think that just made my motion sickness even worse. Yeah. And so okay. we were trying to go on every single roller coaster in the in the theme park, and a lot of them break world records, and <laughs> my stomach just couldn't handle it. So like <laughs> put that down to me not being able to see properly. <laughs> do Do you not wear contacts? No, I've never tried it. I, uh-huh. The thought of it seems unpleasant, but I've never tried it, so I couldn't criticize uh, it. Okay, I just I ask because my youngest um, needs glasses and mm. um, he was playing soccer mm. and he came, he came home one day and he said, I think I need to get some contact lenses because I can't, all he could see was this blur yeah. and he couldn't really see where the people were properly, like they were all just blurs, you couldn't see and stuff. And so he now has contact so that he can play soccer properly and actually yeah, see the ball. <laughs> yeah, I should, so. I should give it a go. The thought of it just, 
seems unpleasant, but <laughs> a lot of people wear it. Wear yeah, them. yeah. He struggled for a little while, but yeah, otherwise he's good mm-hmm. now. Pops them in and out. Three items you would take to a desert island. I did. I have overthought this question. As well. <laughs> um, I was like, besides a seaworthy vessel, um, and is this a holiday or is this a week stranded? <laughs> it's a desert <laughs> island. I don't know. God, you. Who's that I overthink everything? <laughs> no, we're 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 desert. We're it's a deserted island. Um, mm-hmm. uh, apart from a seaworthy vessel with um, fuel and or a sail. <laughs> um, uh, I can go the, the practical the practical things down the a multi-tool um, mm-hmm. water purification method <laughs> and, and then uh, sat phone <laughs> <laughs> or an EPIRB. Oh, an EPIRB. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'd be happy to go and live on a desert island. <laughs> yeah, you can do this. I think I'd get bored. I think I'd need more. Maybe, maybe. More stimulation. Mm-hmm. Favourite song or or artist, if song is too hard? <laughs> I want to I wanna ironically say Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I'll ironically say Nickelback. We're at, I was at my... Um, sister's wedding we were getting ready um beforehand mm-hmm. with um, my uh, brother-in-law and they're like what music do you want and i was like play some nickelback <laughs> and and I, I always joke about there's two kinds of people in this world um people that love nickelback and lies <laughs> <laughs> i have actually heard that before <laughs> <laughs> what is People oh. love to hate Nickelback. It's, it's, oh, I don't no. know. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie? I like. Uh, I recently watched Blood Diamond. I enjoyed that. Oh, is um, that got? Um... I'm terrible with actors' names. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw that along. I'm really hopeless with movies, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I've seen that. And it's got like, yeah, no, I can't remember. I give up. I know the movie. Yeah. It's I'll a look good it movie. Up. It's a bit hard hitting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you read favourite book? Have you got a favourite book? I read a, a fair amount of nonfiction. Uh-huh. Um, nonfiction, probably Atomic Habits. It's very like, run of the mill. Self-helping type. Okay. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. The Sorry, had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Where would you be yeah. without Google? God, <laughs> I, I don't know how we made it through high school and and yeah, university Google. actually for the ones that didn't have Google at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love Google. Yeah. Um, sorry, what was your book? I just that was so. Rude of me getting no, sidetracked on who it's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, I read a lot of nonfiction. Um, probably Atomic Habits. Atomic um, Habits. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know if you've read it, James Clear. It's very yeah. practical. I'd mm-hmm. recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Um, okay. Doing, doing habits if you're into that sort of thing. I think self help. Yep. A, cool. A nice. weird lens around it, but some some books in that genre. I don't yeah. Know. 
Nice. Uh, are you introvert or extrovert? I'd say introverted. Like, <laughs> yeah, quite introverted, I think. But you came on here. That's a big yeah. thing. <laughs> Look at me go. Look I, at you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, the definition or one definition of in, uh, introverted versus extroverted is whether you recharge by talking to other people or, yeah. or whether you need time to yourself. Mm. I, I get energy from, from talking to other people. Um, but I think put me up on a stage and doing a presentation is 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 unpleasant, and that's my definition of an extrovert. Oh, but yeah, okay. So so I am kind of the opposite in the sense of put me up on a stage, and off Fine. I go. Yeah. I mean, I get I get really nervous beforehand, but mm. as soon as I'm up there, I'm fine. Put me in a room with people, and I just want to be in the corner. I don't. Yeah, oh, conversation is hard for me. Talking yeah. to people and that you don't really know, or you have to make small talk, and it's like I just don't know what to say. I hate it. <laughs> I'm a little like, bit shocked by I that because you go? got a, a podcast. You seem, I know. Same, extremely personal. This on, is one on, on, on one podcast. Yeah, I have no problems with that. So just a group of a group of people where you're mm. outside. From that. Yeah, I think that's. Mm. I'd be similar. I, I struggle. It's yeah. It's uh, Michelle always says, "Oh, you know." Or and my friend um, Elaine from Get Kids Into Survey were talking about something, and I'm like, "Oh no, I don't want to do that. I'll just, I'll just stand next to you. You can do all the talking." She goes, "No bloody way! I'm going to bring you in, and I'm going to make you talk to these people, and blah blah blah." And I'm just going, "Oh, okay." Why don't you get going? If I have though. to do it, yeah. If I have to do it, I'll do it and and stuff. But if I had a choice, no. Yeah, I'm a little bit shocked by that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, is your glass half full or half empty? Uh, always half full. Always half full. Yeah. Nice. Always try and be optimistic. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, yes and no. Living in a developed nation with every possible um, yes. okay. resource yeah. and I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I know I, mean, I get what you mean. You have, you have mm. some days where it's a bit thin. Mm, yeah. Definitely. One thing you'd never do again. I don't think I've got any major regrets mm, or anything okay. to do again. You yeah. don't have to. Yeah. No. If you had a warning label, what would it be? <laughs> These <laughs> questions that I, I, when I've heard people on the on the podcast, I'm like, how did you answer that? Um, <laughs> And you've had time to think about them. You could have been writing them all down, had your answers ready to go. (laughs) Should have been across that. Very Um, unorganised of you, Andrew. Can't be doing that. (laughs) Got to be prepped. (laughs) Um, Warning label. You're looking pretty approachable. I don't. I don't. (laughs) Fairly low risk. (laughs) Low risk. Low risk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a first. Yeah, I don't know. I could, I, I could be naive and oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> it could be oblivious. Oblivious. <laughs> Lack self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows you best? Probably my family. Probably yeah. my family, probably my girlfriend. Yeah, family, my girlfriend. Yeah. What was long your time friends? Oh, yeah, long, yeah. my friends mm-hmm. since, yeah, we've made from since I was 12 or 10, very close to. Um, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Favourite subject in school? 
the engineering studies in year 11 and 12 and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it my um teacher there he was absolutely incredible favorite food uh I like Vietnamese or Thai oh. yeah. a little bit of Malaysian but not too hot either mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Asian favorite drink I don't actually drink alcohol, so I'm a bit boring there. Don't you? That's interesting. Yeah, so I definitely drink the most water, but I don't. Water? Yeah. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Pet peeve? I think not recognising how good we have it in this country. Um, Like, we can, it's easy to take take for granted. Um, Yep. That, that's not saying we should be complacent with where we're at, but mm. yeah, definitely um, mm. not, not acknowledging how good we have it. Mm-hmm. Win the lottery or the perfect job? I think uh, the perfect job. And, and, and most people that win the lottery aren't any better off, and I think yeah, you, can, you can create your own wealth in various other mm. ways in a developed nation. Yeah. Yep. Biggest fear? Uh, uh, probably public speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite sport? Uh, I love watching rugby union. I used to like playing rugby union. Um, I love skiing. I love, uh, yeah, Hmm. yeah, driving. Motorbike, I got a um, DRZ 400 adventure bike as well. So oh, yeah. Motorbike riding as well. I guess that's kind of a sport. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Morning or night person? Kind of answered this one earlier. Yeah. I fluctuate, but yeah, tend to be more of a night mm. person. Haven't, mm. haven't said that, I can tend to. A sleepy fellow, but my mate's always joke about me always falling asleep or something. Yeah. Well, it's I'm a night person. It's funny. I'm a night person, um, but if I go somewhere, yeah, I'm tired and I want to go home. But as soon as I hop into bed, bang, I'm a wide awake. Mine's racing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Proudest moment. I don't think I'm an overly proud person. I think achieve like graduating was an achievement. Yep. For me. Um, yeah. nice. Some level of pride there, but I don't. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's culturally weird. I'd, yeah, I wouldn't. Swear. On a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> give me a number. You got to give me a number. Uh, three. Oh. Three one four. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're such a nerd. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe that hasn't been said before. <laughs> oh man. Oh, That's a good one. I hadn't I even had... thought about the joke before saying three and I was like, oh that runs off. <laughs> Dream car. I used to like a lotus exige. A lotus exige. But right. I'm less so around cars. Yeah. Is oh. it meant to be quick fire, Andrew? Yeah, no, they <laughs> never to elaborate end up being, no. on every, every You're not the first one. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Favorite color? 
I'm going to say blue, but I'm very indifferent. As most boys do. (laughs) (laughs) Are you Apple or Android? Android user. Mm -hmm. Used Mm -hmm. to have an Apple, too expensive. Got out of that cult. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still in that cult. (laughs) Um, What's your star sign? I don't. I don't even know because I don't believe in stars. Tell me, tell me, tell me what your um. August. August. I remember when I was younger trying to get into a um pub and they were checking IDs and to check yes. if you were drunk, they asked you what stars on you. Yeah, are. yeah. Um, I had no clue. <laughs> so if you're August, you well, Leo, a Leo. What does that mean? What, what it means you're what? a lion? <laughs> yeah, there's more to that. What? 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 Yeah. Then. Oh, okay. Hang on. I should know because my son's a lion. Um. Where does it say? Let's go down. I don't just don't have the right page for that. Yeah. No. There's a metric for Andrew. Yeah. And well, you don't believe in it anyway, so. Doesn't really I'm matter, does it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the constellations have probably changed since then. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they haven't. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we're done. Um, there was. I do ask at the in when we do the questionnaire if there's any causes or charities that you would like to highlight. Um. Do you want to tell me about what you put down before we finish? Yeah. I think that you've, you've mentioned a few little things through, through what we've talked about already tonight, and I want you just to give me a little bit about what you put down. Yeah, so the charity that I support is Life You Can Save. Um, it's uh, their whole ethos is um, making the um, donation you you make go as far as it possibly can towards um, mm-hmm. uh, helping helping people in develop, developing nations. Or develop. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I feel quite strongly towards that. I'm yeah. quite fortunate through my family that I was able to go to see some developing nations from a young age, and I think that helped me realise how fortunate we are in Australia to... Yeah. Um, and, and how, I mean, there's lots of people in Australia that have numerous challenges, but as a general rule, the bare, bare bottom of, of Australia, well, that's not necessarily true, but, yeah, there are, there's a lot of safety nets in Australia that we're yeah. incredibly privileged to, yeah. to have that aren't necessarily. Would you ever consider going over, you know, like with FIG, how they do the, the um, they have the, the, the surveying stuff where you can go over and help them, you know, build things overseas and stuff like that? Yeah, it's definitely crossed my mind. I was chatting to my mate um, about it actually. Um, not that specifically, but he's in um, financial planning and was, yeah. and I was sort of chatting it's hard to contribute in our profession um, mm. on that level. But, but yeah, if, yeah, if you're going to do it, you've got to do it for some substantial um, length of time, which, which you definitely could do. Yeah. I'm just making excuses. <laughs> um, yeah. 
No, it's just, yeah, it's not many people sort of bring that stuff up. So it's just, yeah. uh, it's interesting. Anyway, that is it. Thank you so much for coming on. You, um, so you're not that boring. <laughs> Appreciate it. My pleasure. I've yeah, enjoyed it. Um, Good. It wasn't as painful as I was expecting. So if any, <laughs> any other young surveyors are looking, looking at coming on the podcast, you can reach out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Now you've got to share it to all of them and let them know about it too. I won't share them this episode, but I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know they will find it. You know, your name is on there. <laughs> um, I can flip that out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Thanks so much. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Andrew. If you'd like to be on the show, send me a message. In a fortnight, I'll be catching up with Elaine Ball, Kelly Dean and Kelly Hassab for a very interesting conversation. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.